Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the Caress the Mind podcast. Okay, my name is Ray. And I'm T. Parker. We are the founders of The Gentle Caress. That is thegentlecaress.com, your top source for mental and physical health. How was that? Great. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, welcome to the Caress the Mind podcast. This is the podcast just to help you ease your mind throughout these times and and just help you get through the everyday mental struggles that we deal with. What else were we talking about, T? Relationships, mm. sex, I like family, that. friends, politics. Yes, yes. Did I mention relationships? You did say Who relationships. Who wants that perfect <laughs> love story anyway? Yes. Anyway. So this is what we got to deal with. Cliche, cliche, <laughs> cliche, cliche. All right, so... Allow us to caress your mind. Come follow. I don't want nobody. Hey, 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 hey. I don't want nobody. Give you all of my attention. I'm sorry, I had to do that. I've been jamming to that song lately, man. That's the joint. Um,. Welcome back. Yes, it's season two of the Caress the Mind podcast, and I am so excited to be back. Um, well, we're excited to be back. Um, my lady T, if you don't know, this is a podcast with me and my wife T, Tiffany. She's not here right now. Now, let me explain to you why. And this is the reason why we have not done the podcast in so long. Um, listen, if you've been following the first season, we have an infant. He was very young when we were we were doing season one during the quarantine. He was only a few months old. Um, and he was a lot easier to manage at night. So when we would do the podcast, it would be, I want to say, around 11 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night, maybe even a little later after we finally put him down. And he used to just lay there. He would just lay there in the bed and we have the monitor right there in front of us as we we're doing the podcast. And then over time he started to do this thing where he became this big mommy mommy's boy where he wanted to just lay on her and randomly he'd be like, I'd call him the terminator because randomly you can lay him down. Then he'd just jump up. You turn around, he's up with a cloud of smoke and just sitting up looking at you. So, and then plus she breastfeeds. So any any mom that breastfeeds knows that you got to stay close. So it became hard for us to do the podcast, and I didn't want to just sit there and do do it by myself. Now, if you was following season one, it all started when I did the last episode, the final episode by myself called The Unrest, when I was talking about the social injustice that's going on. Um, in the world and I had to really let that off my chest even though I did want to I did I did have a lot to say on it but you know I did want to include her on some parts but it was hard because that's when he started getting into his little uh, phase of okay I want to get I want to be up more often and then now she got to stay close and he only stays asleep when somebody's around him and, you know, throw him on each, throw him on the chest and rock him. And, you know, so parents understand what I'm saying. 
it's, it's, it's been tough. So, yeah, so here we are. We're back. Um, this doesn't mean things have changed. It's still the same thing. That's why you don't hear T. Um, she's tending to him. You know, it's hard because he's oh, he's a little older now. He is now 10 months, going on 11 months on the 11th. No, on the 10th. On the 10th of November, he'll be 11 months. So, but he still has them rough nights. And, you know, we just can't do the podcast like we want to. Our nine-year-old is no issue. You know, we put her to bed. It's a wrap for her for the night. So, you know, it's just him. You know, he he got to have her close. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. He's going to get over this phase. But, hey, we still going to bring you some great podcasts, some great topics for you to listen to. Um, no, I know today is to, what's, today is Monday, and it is literally November 2nd, which means tomorrow is the election. No, we're not talking voting. No, we're not talking the election. No, we're not talking presidential candidates. No, we're not talking about anything political because you know why? I know y'all tired of it. And y'all are tired of the phone calls, the text messages, the emails, the um, the commercials. I mean, we just we all are over it. The, ma- the you know the the mailings, and we're all we're over it. I mean, I think I think at this point, the day before the election, we already know who we're voting for. Um, we just ready to do it. Um, if you voted early, you know, good job. But you know, you've already voted. Now you're just ready for it to be over, ready to see the results and see, you know, who pulls it out. Um, so, no, we're not talking about none of that. We're actually going to talk about something people want to, um, you guys may want to hear about. And just just a different, uh, just a discussion that may have been, that you always wondered and, and that can be relatable to you. So, uh, yeah. We're going to have, so we're going to split this up into two topics. So for the first topic, we are going to talk about, we're going to talk about meeting the parents. How was it when you first met your significant other's parents? And then we're going to give you ways that helps you mentally prepare for that moment. Or we're going to give you the ways that the ways that you may not have thought of when you did meet your significant other parents. And you just want to see if that relates to you. See if you did take that approach. Um, See if that helped you. And like I said, if you're preparing to meet your significant other's parents and you, you know, you're kind of nervous about it, you're kind of stressed about it, you know, this would be a good podcast for you because we're going to give you some tips. We're going to help you out. You know, we don't want you to be stressed going into that situation. You know, I know it can be stressful. You you do a lot of thinking and, you know, sometimes you can overthink and it can turn into a disaster. So, you know, stay tuned and listen out for these tips. So, what's up, T? Hey, how you doing? So, she made it back to the podcast. I gave them a um, a kind of rundown on what we've been going through with Chase and <laughs> yeah so I, I finally got her here so we can go ahead and get us a topic in and hopefully he let us get through it he's literally like here trying to terrorize everything but anyway 
So, like I discussed earlier, we're going to discuss meeting your significant your your significant others, parents, and family, and so and so. And we're going to give you some tips on just just something you can think of before you meet those parents. Uh, some things you can do and prepare for. Um, if you've already met, you know, if you're married or you're in a relationship, you already met the parents, you know, does it relate to you? Is this something that you did? You know, and it's something you could pass on to somebody else. So I will say I looked at these tips and it's I would say it's definitely for an older person because no one in their early 20s I can see doing this. But continue. But, but that's what that's why it's there, because, you know, somebody in their early 20s could be listening to this and be like, well, damn. You know, I wasn't going to do that, but why not? You know, maybe that's something I can consider doing. So anyways, so let's just start off from the top. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just start off from the top. So I just want to give you guys a, a rundown of how it went with me and her. So I want to say, when did I meet your mom? Yo, Yeah, your mom. You might you met her in passing, yes. Um, the very first time, hell yes, yes. So, I guess the first time we went out, we were what 21, yeah, 21, and I, we had went out to breakfast, breakfast, right? Yep, I went, we went to breakfast right before I went to work, okay, and then we went out later that night. But I still don't think you met her, maybe you did meet her more that night. Maybe, maybe. But anyway, so yeah, I met her mom in passing on our first date. Um, she was in a car and we were in the car and, you know, she was just talking to Tiff and said hi. And, you know, it was just something in passing. Later on, um, I can't remember the the actual time we sat down and talked. And yeah, it, that's him. <laughs> that's him. But anyway. I can't remember the first time we actually had you making a hard chase. Okay, we put a boob in his mouth. Oh, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. I don't know about you not remembering you meeting my mom, but I definitely remember meeting yours. Well, while I think about my first encounter with your mom, tell me about yours. Okay, so the way to my heart is food. So he said that um, he was going to his mom and asked me if I wanted to come. So I'm like, okay. And of course he had Captain Jay's in the car. I think that was the first time I really had Captain Jay's. Now he tricked me because I didn't know. Captain Jay's is a fried chicken spot for oh, people that's not from here. Michiganders. Um I didn't know that we were going over to his mom's to watch a football. Was it bas- football or basketball? It was the basketball game. The he, Pistons were in the playoffs. Yeah, he he tricked me because I ain't for the sports. <laughs> I would have said no. <laughs> I would have said hell no. <laughs> um, so we went over to his mom's. He made it sound like we were just going over to his mom's. So we get over there. He had food, and he turned on the game. I didn't know I was going to be over there for hours. Um but it, I mean, it was cool. She's she was very quiet. You know, she said hi, how are you? And we didn't really have too much conversation after that. She had um her her six week old grandson over there, mm-hmm. so she was occupied with um 
taking care of him. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I don't. I don't really remember her speaking too much. No, anybody that knows my mom, she's very reserved. She don't. She's not the one to sit down and ask you a bunch of questions. Have a full blown conversation. Yeah, she's not going to sit out there and be too outgoing. And you know, she'll talk to you if you're nice. She's you know, she'll speak back and. You know, she'll have a conversation with you, but don't expect her to be like, so tell me about this. Tell me about you. What do you do? Da, 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 yeah, going that, back and forth. That definitely came over time. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, with her, that comes over time. As she gets comfortable with you, then she feels more comfortable asking asking questions. So she, she's on the shot side. But, um, so I yes. Think that, I think that was like <laughs> our conversation. Okay. So what about the family as a whole? My brothers, my pops. Um, I'm I'm really trying to remember the brothers. I don't remember meeting your dad and where we were when we when I initially met him. Yeah, I can't remember that. Either. I just remember him kissing me on my cheek, oh, which of course. he which he t- typically does anyway. Yeah. Um, but I thought he was he was friendly. Um, your brothers. I'm trying to remember if they came to your mom's house that same day. I think they did, but I mean, they were cool. They didn't really, you know, they was, they were joking with you and yeah, that's all I really remember about, about them. Yeah. It was, you gotta, this was 12 years ago. Yeah. So it's kind of hard <laughs> to remember, but I do know that when I first met, yeah, when I first sat down with your dad, that is the one I remember. Um, because that was your ceremony. Oh yeah, my initiation ceremony luncheon. Yeah. For people that don't know, the Tiffany for my is sorority. yeah, Tiffany is an AKA. So, <laughs> so when she first crossed and had her ceremony, you know, I was there and um, I knew her dad was coming, but um, but I never really told myself, you know, I need to do this, I need to do that, because I always felt like, you know. With dads, I'm 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 good with dads because you gotta have you you can just you gotta be one of them dads if you just I'm trying to see how I can put this. If you a dad that just not accepting at all, that refuses to deal with your daughter's uh boyfriends or anything, you will be able to see that see that right away, no matter how much you prepare. No matter how much you say, I'm going to talk about this or I'm going to do this and da, 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 just to try to. But if he's not accepting, then it's not going to happen. But her dad was very accepting and he was real cool. We sat down and we talked and me and him related so much, man. It was just crazy how much we we clicked and everything. And then it's crazy because the next time I saw him was on Thanksgiving and we sat in the back room of uh Tiffany cousin's house and we just sat back and we just talked about sports and everything. And he just straight up, like this is the serious conversation we had about me and Tiffany. He randomly just in the middle of us talking sports, he was just like, Hey Ray, you know, if something don't happen and you know what? It's crazy because I always felt like you got the sense that he's always looked for a son. Look to have a son. He's only met one other guy outside of you. Yeah. And that wasn't, he really, you were his first sit down conversation. Okay. Honestly. 
Okay. Cause the I, other I, dude, he was just like, hey, how you doing? And kept it moving. Okay. Because once, once I started talking to him, I started to get the sense like, man, I really feel like he's embracing me as if he was looking at me already as a son. So it made it easier. And the only thing he said to me was like, look, you know, if something if something happened between you and Tiffany, me and you is cool, you know, but all I ask is do not put your hands on her. And I, you know, you can't help but to respect that. And I'm like, done deal. That's not, that's not how I get down. And he was like, cool. And then we went back to talking about sports. It was random. Like he just <laughs> I, I did not know that conversation happened until, oh, I don't know, 12 years later. Yeah. Yeah. So literally we were talking about something, then randomly he just came out of nowhere and was like, look, if something happened with you and Tiff, um, we cool, but do not put your hands on her. And I'm like, cool. And then we he just we just switched right back to sports. And that was it was awkward, but at the same time, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was the first time meeting um your dad. And I think me and your mom just had gradual conversations over time. Like I would come over to pick you up and we'll go somewhere. In yeah, the, in the midst of me getting ready. Yeah, in the midst of her, midst of her getting ready, then me and her mom would talk and you know stuff like that. She's definitely more social than your mom. Yeah, she's very social. So, um, yeah, so we definitely had gradual conversations and then it went from there. Um, I don't think she ex- expected us to get here to where we are now back then. But, uh, yeah, our relationship is good now, and everything worked out for the better. So, um, you know, God rest your dad's soul. Me and him got really, really close. Um, yeah, y'all had conversations. I'm looking like, really? When did yeah, this happen? Yeah, me and him had some really, really good conversations. And I used to go over there and cut his hair before he died. And, you know, we just we had some crazy good conversations. So, you know, he's always going to have a place in my heart. But, you know, that was, you know, when you look back, it's like there was really no true protocol to it. Like, there was no way to prepare for it. So that's why I'm like, hey, this would be a good topic to do. And we can just kind of give people some tips and, and what to, you know, what to think about and what could help. And this, and you found these tips where? I found these on Vogue magazine, some good tips about that. And I looked at them and I'm like, man, this is not bad for people that are looking to prepare to meet the parents. Just something that can help you mentally. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know a lot of people don't like to pre-plan things out, kind of like to just let things happen. That's 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 a good way to go. But at the same time, you know, it's it's good to kind of be prepared. So it's like this. If you know somebody, if somebody is having a dinner at their house and they invite you over for dinner. Which is, tip, which is I would say, typical. Right. You don't want to go empty handed. You want to pre-plan and take, you know, pre-plan something you want to take over there because you don't want to show up empty handed. Kind of look at it like that. You know what I mean? Don't go in empty handed. You know, go in with at least something to talk about, something to offer to her his or her parents so yeah you ready for the first uh first tip sure so the first tip is setting boundaries and what we mean by setting boundaries is find a good place to meet the parents don't have them meet you at um you and your you and your boy crib that y'all share and you know your roommate is messy 
or, you know, find a nice little uh, restaurant or go over to their house. You know what I mean? Set the boundaries. Um, make sure that you're meeting the parents first. You know, if 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 the mom and dad are married, then make sure it's just them you're meeting. That way they can get to know you. Don't let your first experience be with dad, mom, uncle, um, the aunts, and everybody in the family. But that's that's typical as well. They got some type of family party and you come around. No, true. But, I mean, if, if they invite you over to um, a cookout or something like that, then it's kind of like you can you can't avoid that. But at the same time, it's another way where you can just kind of go somewhere and kind of have your just kind of plan it with your wife to or your girlfriend to pull them to the side and meet them, meet them first away from everybody and say, hey, this is such and such. I wanted him to meet you guys. And then that way you can have a good at least 10 minute conversation just to get the particulars out the way. And the particulars being what? The particulars are, okay, you're like, are you from the area? Or they, they can ask you, are you from the area? Are you in school? So it's What's pretty your major? much you getting questioned by the parents. That's it. Basic. Just, yeah, you're just getting particulars. How old are you? Where you know, where are you from? And uh, you know, are you in school? What are your what are your goals? You know, just general conversations. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, can get a lot of a 10-minute conversation. You're right. You are so, absolutely right. So, yeah, like set them boundaries. Number one, find a good spot to meet the parents. Then number two, make sure you get with the parents alone first. Even at a cookout, you know, get, have, pre-plan with your girlfriend and say, hey, I want to meet them first or just pull them to the side. Don't have me sit at the the, the space table <laughs> <laughs> with your dad and your uncles and your mom sitting there. You know what I mean? Let me get to the parents first because I don't need the uncles to have or the aunts to have these opening opinions where the mom and dad hasn't really gotten true to know me. So, you know, you just don't want them getting tainted by other people's opinions. Okay. So, Fair enough. yeah. So the next tip. Bring a gift, which is my favorite. Bring a gift. Well, a gift ain't for you. <laughs> no matter. <laughs> bring a gift. So when we say gift, we don't mean like, you know, don't bring her mom her mom uh, 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 some perfume or. A gift could be some flowers yeah. or a bottle of wine, yeah. you know, something simple like that. Yeah, especially if they invite you over to their house. You know, hey, come on over, bring them on over. We're going to cook. Or dad may say, I'm a barbecue. And, you know, just bring them over so we can eat and have dinner. You know, look at it like like a, uh, somebody inviting you over for dinner. Bring a bottle of wine. Don't come empty-handed. If if talk to, your, talk to your girlfriend and be like, hey, you know, what do your dad like? Is he a beer drinker? Is he a wine drinker, hard liquor? Is he, does he like brown liquor, white liquor? You know, kind of get the particulars from your girlfriend and say, okay, let me go to the store and let me get him a bottle of this, you know, or let me go to the store and give her, she like her mom likes roses. So let me get, you know, something for, for mom, like some roses or something, you know, just kind of pre-plan, pre-plan for that. What you think? I think it's a good start. It's a good start. Mm-hmm. So if Chase brings home his girlfriend in the future and she brings 
me something, say like a 12 pack or something, or she brings you. This better be a good girlfriend because I'm not about to just be down for any random chick he bringing home. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but how, how far does that go with you? What do you mean? How far does that go? Meaning, like, will that impress you enough to be like, oh, she's so sweet on the, you know. It depends on the age. It depends. Because I'm quite sure, you know, there would be some type of conversation meeting, you know, me and Chase would have had to know, like, how long yeah. they've been talking. So, I mean, honestly, it's hard to say right now because ain't nobody, you know, really good for my baby. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I guess what kind of gift would... Could she bring you? Like, she could just bring me some Stella Rose peach and keep it moving. Yeah, something like that. Or she can ask you, hey, what can I bring? Can I bring a dish? Mm, I don't trust anybody's cooking. I have to ask him as he tastes her cooking. Don't bring me no mediocre dish. But what if he says that she can really cook? Okay, well, if she can really cook, then she, you know, we can have a discussion. She can bring a dessert or something. Okay. What's so, her favorite dessert she likes to make? Right. So what if. You know, you want some potato salad, so she... No, we're not uh, going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody can't make potato salad. I'm I'm very particular about potato salad. Okay, so I can get with that. Bring some drinks to start instead of trying I mean, she to... Can bring, she can bring some dessert, but just know she better come correct if she's talking about bringing the dish. Okay, so you can see tea is going to be tough. <laughs> I'm just saying. She's going to be sort of an be, asshole when he I brings... I can't be a foodie and you bring some mediocre food. She's That's gonna, an insult. She's going to be sort of an asshole when Chase bring a, uh, a woman home. You're right. You it better know. be a good one, too. <laughs> I'm going to talk about him. But, um, see, for me, if... You know, and, and for me, it's... Milani bring home a guy... It's about to be bad boys too, chitty chitty bang bang. I don't nah, even know why you acting like that. No, nah, well, here's the thing. That only comes if I just instantly see this that young vibe like that. I don't give a shit vibe. And you know, if I feel like that, then it's that. But if dude popping up and he seems like a genuine good dude, then you know, I could just get that initial vibe from a guy. It's just like now nah, when I meet guys. And it's you can get that initial vibe from them before they even speak, and then be like, okay, I'm gonna be hard on him too. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm. I have standards for her. Yeah, but um, <laughs> <laughs> let me stop lying. Let me stop lying. Yeah, I'm yeah. wonder. I'm wondering when like the honesty yeah. is gonna come out because yeah. you are not yeah. about to just let that. Yeah. Let that fly. Yeah, he gonna catch some hell at first, but then I'll let that vibe come. So <laughs> I'll feel his vibe. I I give him hell first to see how he handle it. But anyway, um, yeah. But you see how it's such a double standard. I bring up her bringing a guy home, and for T is him bringing a girl home. You know, because it's it's honestly it's a double standard because if um Chase bring a girl home, he bring. You uh, hitting up some dad talking about some good job son ain't nobody I, about to be questioning her hey i don't know what's wrong with us but, but me. i don't know what's wrong with us but I, i'm not gonna lie that's how it is sometimes it's, it's gonna be hard to be for a man to be hard on this on this young girl unless she comes in and she just pure ignorant like if she just come in just pure ignorant and you can just tell by the way she talks the way she dresses and just look, it's like, okay, you know. That's something else. She better not come to my house looking like no hoochie. 
Man, well, <laughs> I'm just saying, she better come looking very respectable. If she come in looking very respectable, then it's, it's, it's hard for a dad. Then I'm going to give him the daps like, man, good job. She's cute. You know, she just seemed like a good girl. But, you know, I'll leave the tough stuff to Tiff, just like she leave the tough stuff for me when Milani bring a guy home. God bless Milani. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the third tip is familiarize yourself. And you know what that means? That means do your homework. Talk to your significant other before you meet them. We talked about it earlier. Like, hey, you know, what does Chase? Chase, please. He didn't broke it. Chase then broke the dog home. <laughs> oh my god. What you give it to him for? I didn't think he was gonna break that. <laughs> Anyways, God, somebody come get this boy. <laughs> Anyways, familiarize yourself. We talked about it earlier. Talk to your significant other. You know, if you're a guy, see what the father likes. You know, see what the mother likes. You know what's crazy about it, though? For a guy, I feel like we got to account for both. We got to account for the dad and see what he likes. And he's like the primary target. But you got to account for the mother, too, and saying, how is she? What does she like to do? Or um, what type of woman is she? Is she somebody that's very social? Should I be Should I be outgoing with her? Can I truly be myself? You know, you kind of got to ask them questions for both parents. But I feel like with a woman, you really only got to account for the mother. Yeah, so for the women, I feel like you just gotta account for account for the mom. You know, just kind of do your homework on her. Cause I think dads are really easy for 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 women when they first meet the meet the parents. Um, you know, my pops, he just he give a kiss on the cheek and say, "Hey, how you doing?" And boom, that's it. You know what I mean? It's nothing tough that's gonna come from that. The tough is gonna come from the mom. So, uh, yeah, you know, guys, account for both. Don't just think about the dad, because I know that can be the, uh, that can be kind of the the one that stresses you out the most, because it's like, man, if I don't make an impression on the dad, then you know, I might as well just throw this whole relationship away. But, you know, it's it's not like that. Just make sure you do your homework, familiarize yourself. Okay, for the next one, next tip. G-rated PDA. Here we go. I can't read Keep it writing. G-rated. P- keep the PDA G-rated. Why uh, do these look like O's? Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm glad you knew what it was. Continue. Anyway, <laughs> keep it G-rated, man. Don't be at th- don't don't be at dinner kissing all on her. Don't be at dinner kissing all on him. Chase agrees. <laughs> You know, just just don't do it, man. I know, I know it's tough. You know, I know you get feel like you got the finest woman in the world, or you got the finest man in the world. But don't feel like, just don't feel like y'all got to be hugging and kissing all over each other because that's gonna throw throw the parents off. But I feel like that's, I mean, you would think that's common, but it's it's really not common for some people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you should watch that wherever you are. Not just with the parents. That's true. But I mean, if you, you know, if you I, got mean, I just think it's like 
hella weird if you do it in front of the parents. It is. It, that's it's, it's too weird. I'm like, looking crazy. Like, seriously. No, you ain't doing that in my house. <laughs> like, this is what we doing? <laughs> no, nah, you ain't doing that in my house. Like, no. I mean, just don't don't be rubbing on your girl butt, you know, in the middle, at, you know, at the cookout in front of the parents. Like, don't do that, man. Higher back. Higher back, yeah. Put a, put your hands on a higher back. Don't you know? You know what not to do. You know, just just don't do it. I know it's tough because you may be one of them couples that just just overly attracted to each other, like sexually attracted to each other, times ten. But you know, contain them hormones, man. You know, to contain them urges. Because honestly, I'm telling you, you're gonna go down a bad path with the parents. Especially if you're dealing with some respectable parents. Some parents that got some damn sense. <laughs> you know. So <laughs> just don't don't do that, you know. Honestly, honestly, I will say, even when it's the first time meeting them, do not don't even kiss on the lips. Like, don't even do that. Because, you know, me as a dad, if I'm this is my first time meeting meeting Milani's boyfriend, I no, nah, man. Don't don't put your lips on my daughter in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> like no, y'all don't do that in the car because in I'm the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When y'all don't get, do it at all. When y'all no, I'm talking about when y'all getting ready to leave. You know, then do that, but don't do that in front of me because you're not gonna do nothing but make me look at you as disrespectful because you know I'm her dad. This is my first time meeting you, so what makes you think I'm comfortable with seeing you doing that to my daughter just yet? So you can't do that until you're married. How about that? True. And if T sounds far, far, far away, I'm sorry, but we're trying to keep <laughs> trying to contain the infant. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to keep this demon on a leash. Uh, Let me call my baby. No, he's a little demon. So anyway, let's move on. Um, the next tip: don't think too hard. Don't overthink it. Um, you know, just, just, just you know, familiarize yourself. And once you get to kind of get to know the parents kind of through your significant other, then everything else will take care of itself. I mean, I would think that you've been dating a while before you meet the parents. You can kind of get a sense of how they are when you see them talking to them or when you see, you know, the type of relationship they have. And you can, you know, base it off of that and kind of go from there on how you should proceed with meeting the parents. Yeah. So, yeah, because it's 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 tough, man. You know, it's one of them. It's one of them things where you just you just don't know what to expect because you don't know what type of father she has or what type of father or mother he has. You know, you just it's it's tough. But you know, once you really get yourself, once you really prepare yourself, you'll be just fine. You know, don't know, you know, so fellas, look at it this way. If, if your significant other has a dad, like I'm going to be like, I'm going to be with Milani. Of course, no man is good enough for my daughter. Of course not. All I would need you to do is just bring me good conversation. That's it. Be natural. Be yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you if you one of those that's if you if you if you if you ignorant ignorant young boy, go ahead and be yourself and be ignorant. So I can tell you, tell her, no, he's ignorant. He needs to grow up. 
You know what I'm saying? Then more than likely, I'm gonna tell you, like, man, you really need to grow. You really need to grow your grow yourself and and really get yourself together before you can step to my daughter. You know what I'm saying? But that's me. That's because all we can do is offer our opinion. That's the key thing. All we can do is offer our opinion. So put it like this. If she is out of your house, say she your first time meeting a boyfriend is at the age of 19, 20, um, she's off to college and everything. That's you know, your your opinion is gonna matter to your daughter, but at the same time, that's where it lies, just an opinion. You know, if she's happy, then you gotta let her be happy and let her learn on her own. There's not that much you could do. Oh, but if she comes home with a boyfriend at 16, 17, and she's still under my roof then guess what no i'm gonna tell both of them no this dude is not right for you he, he's an ignorant something you should do that anyway out of, out of the house or not in college or not no but here's the thing but then i'm jeopardizing my relationship with my daughter because yeah. but here's the thing you're not though because you're expressing how you feel and even if he is like that at least you can't say you did not tell her no 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 i mean i'm gonna tell i'm gonna tell her i'm gonna definitely express my opinion but what I'm saying is I cannot tell her you're not seeing this boy. That's right. <laughs> Damn right, Chase. <laughs> like you I can't tell her as long as you in my roof under my roof or as long as um you're under the age of 18, you're not seeing that dude. Because you need some because you need somebody that's more mature. So so yeah. But just don't 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 think think too hard about it because we we prepare for this moment. Like fathers, mothers, they prepare for this moment to meet you. But you know, it's up to it's up to you to kind of just be yourself and just let natural conversation flow. You know, don't feel like you gotta talk over talk about things. Don't feel like you gotta bring up um certain something out of the blue. Or try to bring up something that you really don't know too much about. You know what I'm saying? Like you try to talk politics with your uh, with her dad or or with her mom, but you really don't know too much about it. But you're only bringing it up because you know that's what they love to talk about. You know, have conversation, something that you actually can talk about, so that way you can sound like you actually have some sense. Yeah. So Tiff had to dip out. Um, you know, Chase was getting a little restless. So, uh, yeah, welcome to trying to get it done and trying to be a parent one-on-one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we got two more tips. I'm going to knock these out. Uh, but, yeah, shout out to her. She's, you know, she kills it as a mother. Um, she be on her P's and Q's. I wouldn't have picked no – I couldn't have picked no better wife and no better mother to do this journey with. But, anyway, um, so, yeah, the next tip. Dress the part. No, I'm not saying uh, put on a suit and tie. You know, if you want to go that route, no problem. But I'm not saying you have to do that. But um, or you don't even have to dress up. You don't have to put on a button up. You don't have to, you know, depending on the environment, depending on what they invite you to. You know, if they invite you over for a simple dinner, don't feel like you got to go over the top for it. You know, I mean, it would help if you feel like that's the way you want to move then do it. It'll help, but at the same time, kind of just be comfortable. So what we say by dress the part, we mean don't go over there with your pants hanging off your ass, 
don't go over there with you know dirt, with with shirt with stains all over it. You know, if they invite you to dinner to a restaurant, then you know, kind of get a gauge of the restaurant, look it up, see what type of ambiance it is. Does it constitute for you to put on a you know dress shirt, a tie, or you know a nice polo? Kind of do, kind of do your homework on that. But when we say dress the part, we mean look like somebody who is worthy of being on your, being on their child's arm. That's all. And 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 for the women's sense, don't wear, don't wear a skirt or a dress that's just too high. You know they don't want to see what you got going on when you're bending over. You know don't wear nothing too too tight to where you got not only. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not only her son, the son looking at you, but you got the dad peeking at you every time you walk past. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, that's reality. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it real with you. But uh, yeah, man, keep it classy. You know, wear something nice. Be comfortable. You know, if they invite you to a nice little cookout, then you know, show up in something that just uh, that just says you are you are somebody that's worthy. That's all, you know, but, um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's self-explanatory. We don't need to go deep. We didn't, we don't have to deep dive into that. Um, but for the last tip, um, just prepare for various combo, prepare for various conversation. And what I mean by that is, man, you know, the conversation go left at any time. The dad made, the dad may decide, fellas, the dad may decide to grill you and say, Hey, you know, what's going on? What's your career plans? Are you in school right now? What uh, 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 um, what are you looking at career-wise? Be ready, prepare for that. Be prepared for that type of conversation. You know, the mom may decide, the ladies, the mom may decide to ask you the same thing. You got to be prepared for different type of conversations. You know, if dad, you know, guys, if you one of them rare ones that's just not into sports and a dad asks you about sports and you can't really answer it, then, you know, be honest about it. Just be like, you know, I don't pay attention to football too much. I don't pay attention to basketball too much. You know, I mean, I would hope you would, because if you got a dad that's really into sports, you know, that that's that's a great starter. I'm telling you, sports is the way to go. <laughs> As you can see, T is back. Uh, but did I miss the dress the part? Yeah, you did. So Crap. no, I mean let, let's rewind. Hell, it's our I mean, podcast. You could have skipped over that and wait for me because you know I you know I got something to say about your outfit. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> she has a st- go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> let's we're gonna rewind to dress the part for T because when I first took her out. And I do not apologize. Of course you don't. You'll never apologize for nothing you do in your 20s. Move out the way. <laughs> I don't apologize for nothing I do in my 20s. We go out to breakfast. <laughs> His shirt is oversized. This forest wasn't even a forest green. It might have been. It was the it was the days of baggy clothes. Whatever. It was a, it was a, it wasn't a bright green, but it was, it was a nice bright color green. It wasn't bright, but it was, if that makes sense. He had a Caucasian woman's leg plastered across the shirt. Like it was like going across his waist. This is when we went out to breakfast. 
So I'm like, what does this man have on? Now I was dressed for work. So I'm thinking, okay, does he should he really get a pass for this? Cause that shirt was like truly inappropriate. First of all, don't and say I'm that. quite sure he thought he was fly. Don't say you was dressed for work like you was in some business suit or nothing like that. You I had on a, jeans and a, and a cute and a cute shirt. No, I was going to work. I could wear t-shirts. I had on a cute shirt because I worked at Guess. So I had to look cute. But yes, when you dress the part, don't come with no Caucasian leg draped across your chest. I mean, across your waist. I don't even know. I think he might have had that on the same day because later on that night, we went to the movies. And I looked even cuter then, too. You got to be thinking. Um, Yeah, don't come with your pants sagging. Oversized I, pants. I mentioned that. Did you? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess my story ends then. It was just the shirt I had a problem with. It wasn't appropriate. My pants wasn't saying. I'm not. I'm. Not, I wasn't necessarily saying your pants in particular, oh. but I'm just saying in general because your shirt was oversized. Mm. But tell them more. How should a woman dress? Okay, depending on the season, we'll go with summer because that's my favorite. A nice flowy sundress. Don't show too much cleavage because you got to keep a little bit for the imagination. A nice cute sandal. Hell, even a wedge. It's cool. You want to do leggings because I'm all for the workout gear? That's cute too. Okay, fashionista. I'm huh? talking about when you mean the pants. Don't go from head to toe. Oh, okay. Well, well, you can. St- okay, so look, you c- that's still appropriate to meet the parents. Or. You got to talk about wedges and shit. Like- well, it goes with the outfit, Rayshard. <laughs> Um, or you can put on a nice pair of jeans and a cute top, sleeveless maybe. Don't don't come with your midriff out. Like save that for like third in, encounter. Let them get to know who you are based on. Because let me tell you, first impressions are lasting impressions. Let me just say that you do not want to be known as the hoochie that came to the house when he brought you over for the first time. You know, you want to be known as a respectable girl who has nice taste. Because guess what? How you dress reflects who you are. Fool for thought. I'll take the baby back now. <laughs> but I'm glad she um, touched on that because I didn't go that deep into it. See, I said I'm, I wasn't going to go into a deep dive because it was self-explanatory, but you brought up some good points. But but you know what, though? What's common ain't always so common. That's true. Sometimes you have to lay it all out there because they might actually think that's cute. A little mini dress with, you know, barely covering up their legs. I did bring that up. I said, do not bring, do not wear a tight a dress that's too, too tight and a dress that's too, too short because you don't want to when you're bending over, you don't want everybody to know what's going on but, down there. Yeah, you don't need to see the and then, and then number two, when you're too, too tight, you don't want the son to be distracted looking, staring at you. But you also don't want to be distracting dad that's in there looking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just being real. A lot of people may be listening to this and be like, well, really? I'm like, yes, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, we are who we are. So, but yeah, I'm glad she brought that up. But um. So, yeah, we did a little rewind because she did come back. Um, but 
I do. I was talking when you came down. I was talking about preparing for various conversations. Yeah, yeah I kind of gathered that. One. Yeah. So you, you know, you just, you just to go back to that. You just never know where the conversation may go. So just prepare yourself and be honest. Be honest. That is key. Be honest. You know, don't try to force a sports conversation. Don't try to force a conversation about politics if her dad brings it up or i don't his, think politics is a good conversation for anybody but personally. but that's a part of various conversations you just never know because that can go left real quick it, it can but you just never know it's just like if um you know today if you meet if you meet um her parents i'm speaking from the gas perspective if you meet her parents and they ask you hey you ready for the election tomorrow what time you going to go vote and you you, you always been a person that felt like you didn't want to vote. Yes, you're an idiot if you don't want to vote. But let's say you're a person that says, no, nah, I am i don't think I'm voting. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's good that you're honest. You know what I mean? It's good that you're honest. But I expect the lecture to come with that. Exactly. <laughs> you know, a lecture may come for that. But, you know, just prepare for that type of conversation. You know what I'm saying? Don't sit up there and lie and say, yeah, I'm going to go vote. I know a lot of people may say, hey, you might as well just lie about it. No, don't do that. You know, be it'll honest. Yeah, it'll come out later. Then you're going to come across as a liar. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Especially as a dad to a man, it's like, look, I asked you as a man, are you going to go vote? And you told me yes. But I come find out later, you don't. You never planned on voting. So, yeah, don't look like, don't come off as a liar from the beginning. So, yeah, be honest. You know, if that type of conversation come up, be honest. Expect a lecture. Take the lecture. You know what I mean? Express your point of views. Don't be combative. Do not be combative. Understand that those type of conversations are just that conversations. Don't take it too serious. So, yeah, you got to look at it like a job interview. You know, you got to familiarize yourself with the job. You got to make sure you dress the part and and don't overthink and, you know, just go in and everything will work itself out. So, yeah, those are the tips. Um, I appreciate you guys for tapping in. Season two, episode one. I know season one, we kind of did that as a trial because we wanted to do something a part of the company and a part of our kind of give back and just give people something to listen to throughout the quarantine, help caress people's minds. Um, and it worked out so well, man. We had almost 500, almost 500 listeners for our podcast, you know, and man, we were so overwhelmed. So we was in a rush to get back to do seven to see, do season two. Sorry. And, um, yeah, and we're excited about it. Um, T shut it down for the night with the baby. So, yeah, man, this, you know, salute to her for, you know, locking it down and trying to do this and try to tend to him because, you know, he's like a magnet to her. But, uh, yeah, salute to her. Uh, salute to all the mothers out there because, look, man, a mother is the most hardworking but undervalued individual. So if nobody salutes you, I'm going to salute you. So, uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next episode. Tap in for us. This podcast is brought to you by The Gentle Caress. If you or anyone you know is struggling with their mental health or just need a listening ear, please check out thegentlecaress.com, offering counseling services from individual and child to relationship and family. Moms, check out our monthly mommy circles and fitness classes to get that snapback. Again, check out thegentlecaress.com.